David, we're standing out here uh, on the grounds of the Sun and Fun 2015 fly-in. They, uh, for people who've never been here, the the grounds are are kind of crisscrossed with these paved, you know, streets, roads, you know, pedestrian walkways, depending on what time of day it is, and. Uh, um, you know, with uh, many of them shaded by these these cool, uh, I don't know, I would call it, what do they call this, Spanish moss or something like that? Or? Well, it's trees co- cloaked in Spanish moss, yeah. yeah. And uh, and they give the, all these little uh, streets uh, sort of aviation-themed names. So this intersection that we're near here is the intersection of Voyager and Clubhouse Path. Clubhouse being a reference to the fact that this particular street has all sorts of little, I don't know if you call them type clubs or just group, special groups. Aviation clubs, like yeah. the 99s, the Silver Wings Fraternity. Uh, uh, EAA has a sort of clubhouse. OX5, yeah. uh, EAA is down the road, the Quiet Birdmen, uh, they all have their little clubhouses facing Clubhouse Road. Yeah, yeah. So it's Wednesday afternoon, uh, day two of Sun and Fun 2015, and uh, we're being joined here by a, a, a friend. We've, I've met so many cool people over the years doing this podcast, and this gentleman's definitely one of them. Brad, it's Marzari. Marzari say your last name for me. Brad Marzari. Marzari. I see I was saying it right before I got all stressed out about it. Uh, for longtime listeners, Brad is notoriously famous for being the German chocolate guy. Uh, Brad, uh, first introduced himself to us by, at least in my recollection, first introduced us by sending us a box load, a, literally a cardboard box filled with cho- German chocolate bars. And uh, and we fought over those bars. We almost literally, you know, I want that one. No, I, we, we negotiated. Who Usually gets... the fighting goes on in a bar. This was over bars. <laughs> over bars, right. So, uh, uh, and you brought us yet another uh, uh, annual update of, cho- of German chocolate bars uh, that you gave us last night. Absolutely. They're Ritter Sport. They're made... Outside of stu- in the village just next to me, in Waldenbuch, Germany, which on the big map, if you're looking at it, is really close to where France, Switzerland, and Germany come together in Stuttgart. Right now, if, if I understand it correctly, you're actually originally from the U.S. You worked in Germany for some period of time. Oh, listen to that great noise! Yeah. That, a, uh, what kind of jet is that, David? That's a T-33. T thirty three. That's a T thirty three. It came down from the backside of it came down from the the backside of the grounds here and then pulled straight up to the vertical right over Show Center. So uh, we could have, we could have some cool airplane noise here while we chat. You uh, so you I, ended up in Germany, Roger. I work for the federal government and I've been spending the last many 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 years in Germany and I've just this year been reassigned uh, back to America and we'll hold that assignment for a little bit and then I'm want to go back to spread the good word of America and democracy and all that good stuff, but I want to do it while I'm in Germany. Yeah. Now, you're making the most of your time back here in the States. Uh, you've been working on a glider rating, is that? I'm working on a glider rating. In fact, I'll take my glider check ride probably two days after Sun and Fun's over. Cool. But the thing that we're most desperately jealous about is that you have gotten involved in, our, in what I call the getting checked out to be one of the traveling road crew for the B-29 bomber Fifi. Is that correct? That's correct. How did that happen? How did you get hooked up with these people? Um, a friend of mine sent me a quick link that said, hey, they're going to offer ground school in January up at their base at Fort Worth. And I got on the phone, called, and you had to be a member. So it was like, well, okay, I'll join. And then it was fee for the ground school, which was minimal, nominal. And we went up, and it was uh, two days of the ground school, which was basically two days of hands-on of like, oh, well, we're going to, you know, this is how you do emergency flap extensions by hand, and this is how you do emergency flap extensions with the engines and oh, all that kind of stunts. Um, and that was worth it. The, it was really a good time. 
The hardest part about it is that you've got to do it on your time. So they, you know, you got to take time, you know, this case it was on the weekend, you your own hotel bill. But it's a really great organization, and it's fun to be part of them. I bet. And this, this culminated in actual flights on board the Oh, aircraft. that's correct. Is that after you do the ground school, they schedule uh, both maintenance flights and training flights. Now, these are the maintenance flights, of course, are obviously to check because we've hung a new prop or they've done something. And they've got to do test flights. And all the pilots have to go up and get cert, just like in real life. They've got to go do three touch and goes in the last 90 days. So to get ready for the air show season, they've got to go up. Likewise, if they're a brand new pilot and they're doing a check, just the same thing you do. We're going to go up and do slow stall or stalls, slow turns. Exactly. One engine out, you know, two engine out operations. Now Um, you're getting serious. And you start with four and lose half. Yeah. And so they're up there doing all that. And meanwhile, in the back, we're doing, um, depending on what your, your position is, we, they call them scanner operators because there's no fire detection system. So every time there's an engine change, they're, they're calling for you and you're looking out to, and you have to go through a whole thing of identifying what the different smokes mean. Um, the one that's scary is the one that says immediately abandon aircraft. And you're like, wait a minute, we don't do parachutes anymore. Um, yeah, that would be that would be sobering. And you also learn to run the APU because just like the, the Boeing, the new Boeing, the 787, the B-29 is an all-electrical aircraft, 100% electrical. So there is an APU in the back that you have to fire up for to give it electrical enough. Because as they're coming down, they've idled all the engines to come down. The alternators aren't producing enough electricity, so you have to fire up an APU. Now, Fifi's actually gone and installed an extra set of batteries in lieu of 50 cal ammunition, so we don't have to, we still have to, we, we only fire the APU up if we have a battery failure. What, what power is the APU? Uh, Moga, uh, 100 low lead. kind of an engine? Oh, it's an um, a old World War II two-cylinder, four-cylinder? Four-cylinder generator. Piston engine. Piston engine, yeah, yeah. you got to get it started up, and it's so loud. You're, you're gesturing like you pull a cord to start this thing. It's got an actual electric. It, there is a cord starter on it, but it's got an electric starter that you try and, uh-huh. and its own battery you see, you can try and fire oh, okay. it up first. All right, yeah. So what will be your job as a volunteer with this? Are you scheduled to travel with the airplane this summer? I was, and I had to back out because of my re- commitments to Pipistro, uh-huh. because you travel on their schedule, obviously. Uh-huh. And if you've made the team, the primary team, you get per diem, and, but they don't, you have to meet the aircraft where it's going to be, and they need, a two, they need a minimum of a two-week requirement. So it's a pretty serious commitment from you. Uh-huh. Um, your duties would be, during the flight, your, you, safety, of course, and once you're airborne, to move the, the visitors to the correct position so they can view the aircraft and summer it, and then, of course, then return the visitors to their seats, and then once we get, and then do your flight things, because you're actually only doing your flight operations uh, when you're in the landing and ta- immediately after takeoff. The rest of the time, you're facilitating the, mem- or the, the passengers enjoying the experience and pushing them around the cockpits and in the interior. Uh, but then when you're on the ground, you're doing the explanation and you're running you know, people through the aircraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. have you been down the tunnel to the tail yet? Yes. And let me tell you, and they, they actually ask you to do that as a trainee so you understand firsthand what it's like to get down there and what it's like to get back. Well, what is it like? Is it very small? I mean- it is small. It is an acrobatic little crawling down. 
because there's the uh, tail skid comes up and it's sticking, you gotta go around that. And we actually tell people when you're getting in the back, um, don't fold the seat down, because it's actually tall enough, I can stand, you could stand without even. Yeah, you're, you're a fairly tall guy, so. But you can just put your back against it, put your knees there, and you're like, oh, well, for you know the five minutes I'm back here, this isn't bad, and you can do truly big panorama shots around the tail. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then you've got to kind of sit on your butt and kind of scoot backwards, because we can't land with you back mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Now, you took some videos and posted them on YouTube. Are you, do you have in your head the, what was your YouTube account name? Do you remember? Uh, it is Launchpad Marzari. La Launchpad Marzari. And spell M-A-R-Z. Uh, Mike Alpha Romeo, Zulu Alpha Romeo, India. Okay. So Launchpad, what he just said. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah they're, Our they're, listeners are aviators. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> You'd think I was too, but the cool videos and a cool story. I mean, hopefully at some point in the future, you'll actually have a chance to travel with it. I I'm hoping to. It's just a case of... You're paying the family tax and the work tax to, you know, leave, and you can't take your family with you. So I just ran out of leave time that I could devote to it. Yeah, them. no, I understand. I understand. Um, you mentioned a moment ago, um, it's pretty obvious from talking with you, you wear a lot of hats in the aviation world, um, and you quite literally wear a hat that says Pipistrel on it. Um, and, and first, let me say, are you are, are you allowed to talk to the media? Do they have any problem with you talking? No, on, I'm on, allowed on to. On the record? Yeah. Um, so what's the story with Pipistrel here at the show? I know you travel with Pipistrel from, uh, from time to time. We're here as promoting our, our LSA glider, mm -hmm. um, which right now is the Cenus. We have, we have a Cenus, a Vera short wing, and a Taurus here. The Taurus is a what you would think of as a traditional glider, traditional looking, mm -hmm. but it's side by side, tandem landing gear, and has a engine that pops up out of the spine with a propeller. Excellent for training because it is truly self-launching, as in no ground crew are required. Because since it's tandem gear, mm -hmm. you don't need a wing walker, you suck it up, and then once you've launched, you pull the engine back and start doing that gliding fun stuff. We're also here with the Cenus, which is, has the exact same wing as our Taurus, um, 54 feet, I was trying to do the math, I was about to say 13, 15 meters. Um, <laughs> uh, Got to get used to that American, yeah, yeah. Met, that American system of doing things. Um, but that's more of like, it's a tricycle gear, and it's a legally a motor glider, which is you get a, your self-launching glider endorsement. Uh, but the fun part is, does 110 knots legally, we turn the flaps to negative five, and you can fly it like an airplane. We flew it down from Texas down That's here. That's great. Now, the Cenus would be what we ugly Americans would say, the sinus, S-I-N-U-S, yeah. right, the Cenus, right? Yeah. What, 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 where, are those, where do those words come from? What national language? They're Slovenian. Slovenian. All right. And we're, we're a Slovenian company. And on the big map that's right at the top of the Aegean where uh, Italy would touch Hugo, the former Yugoslavia, All right. that's yeah. now Slovenia. And during the revolution, the Slovenians basically said, you know, Gee, that's nice. Here, have all our tanks. We're just going to go make airplanes and have fun, you know. All right, sounds good. You guys go go settle all that stuff. Yeah. And we make the airplanes there in a beautiful factory. Uh, it's The factory sits over a thermal vent, so we actually sell electricity back to the city. It's a zero emissions. Gorgeous grass field. Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys need to come. That would be fun, huh? That sounds great. Well, and Brad got me uh, a demo in one of Pipistrel. That was a trainer, I believe. You got in the Alpha Trainer. Alpha Trainer a few years ago. And what a sweet little airplane. You liked it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, amazingly quick. On I think it was 80 horsepower. Correct. We're running the Rotax 912UL, which is 80. We can sell you up to the brand new Rotax, plug for these guys, the Rotax 912SI. But as a... Um, 
LSA or a glider, I, you're restricted to 120 knots anyway, so all that horsepower is just wasted. Let's save you a, a bucket of money and give you that darn near bulletproof Rotax 912 at 80 horse, and you've still got all the speed you can use. And, and, and less, less fuel. Correct. We averaged on the way down here uh, 3.9 gallons per hour. Love it. Well, thank you, Brad Mazzari. Really appreciate it. It's always fun talking with you. Thank you for the chocolate. We really, it's, it's, it's tasty and really bad for my waistline. But, uh, and I've got one more plug that, you know, yeah. under self-serving. Okay. You need to come look at us because if you look at the international trade rate, the euro rate has gone down 20% oh, really? in the last eight months, which means suddenly our base price for the aircraft is under 100K yeah. for a brand new aircraft with a ballistic parachute. Yeah. So That's we're, really cool. Yeah. So anyone who's here on the grounds at uh, Sun and Fun 2015, you guys are located up in the LSA area near Correct. Paradise City. The, That's uh, absolutely right. Formerly, exclusively the ultralight area, but in now two spots in Paradise City. That's true. Yeah. Two spots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've got a spot in the L. We've got a tourist out on the LSA Mall, by uh, in the or in the LSA Mall, and then we've got our traditional booth. Yeah. Well, great. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Love the podcast. Oh, thank you very much. So, David, it's Wednesday afternoon here at Sun and Fun uh, 2015, and uh, as people can hear in the background, they're getting ready to start the air show, and uh, that'll get really loud. Do the, uh, do the, does the, uh, the Brightling team fly today? I, I don't think so. I think they're off today, and they're back like tomorrow or something like that. I think they're back Saturday, but... I think they're Friday, because I think Friday okay. both jet teams fly Yeah, Friday, I don't look and, at the uh, schedule every yeah. day like But there I will be, one way or the other, there's going to be a cool air show out here. It, uh, in, well, there's the night, night show tonight. Is that tonight? Oh, I thought that the was... The first of two. Okay, and when's the second one? Saturday night. Saturday night, okay. All yeah. Right. So So uh, if you're in the neighborhood when you hear this and you want to, uh, you want to enjoy something truly different yeah, in d- aviation... Come and see one of these two night shows and the wrap-up fireworks. Yeah, don't, absolutely don't sell that short. I think I did, perhaps, in the early days, but when I finally saw one for the first time, the night air show is pretty cool. You're such a quick study. Yeah, well, I learn quickly, but I'm, yeah, well, there's a joke in there someplace. <laughs> Attention is our problem. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, anyways, this is UCAP Daily 380 Alpha, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you again next time. Bye-bye.